0: I love all things skin and rejuvenation. I love to help the client figure out what to do at home and also what to do in clinic. I also love to teach the fellow aesthetic doctor, aesthetic nurse and med spa owner how to do what I do as well. If you are an aesthetic practitioner or a clinic owner, head on over to buildingyourbeautybrand.com, where I have a free training, register for it, and you can also hop on a call with myself and a colleague, and we can help support you in your quest to supporting others, achieve and receive powerful rejuvenation outcomes. Again, if you are an aesthetic practitioner or med spa owner, head on over to buildingyourbeautybrand.com, and I look forward to guiding you in helping you achieve and receive powerful rejuvenation outcomes for your patients in your clinic. Enjoy today's episode right here on the School of Radiance podcast. everyone thanks so much for tuning into the Rachel Varga podcast I'm your host Rachel Varga as a board-certified aesthetic specialist this podcast is turning into something so much more than I ever would have thought or even dreamt of and just the people I've been able to meet and connect with the conversations that we've been able to share here in regards to optimal alignment of our body mind spirit and energy to bring forth a higher level of radiance and beauty so what's really cool is katie moore from katie type a youtube channel we have been collaborating a couple of times and she wanted to interview me recently and i haven't really been talking a lot about my personal routine and what I do at home and what my beauty routine looks like. So I don't know. I just haven't really done any solo episodes or really talked about it. So this is going to be a really fun episode. She's going to ask me some questions nobody else has asked in regards to how I approach aging well and all of that fun stuff. So thanks everybody for tuning in. Go ahead and follow me if you haven't already. At Rachel Varga Official on Facebook and Instagram. Go ahead and subscribe to this channel here, the Rachel Varga Podcast. I'm also on YouTube. And I'm just going to give a shout out right now to Earth Mama. She left a review on the podcast, five stars. She said, Well researched. I'm a physician with a special interest in skin health vitality, and overall well-being. Rachel's podcast brings in well-researched topics that are not just informative, but are also really fun to listen to. Thank you so much, Earth Mama, for the lovely review on my podcast. So go ahead, leave a review yourself. I would love to hear from you. Send me a direct message on Facebook or Instagram of topics that you would like me to cover. And if you would like to be on the podcast and feel like you have something that's really cool to share, just reach out. Don't be a stranger. There's been a couple of people I've had on the podcast that they just said, hello, we got to talking and okay, let's collaborate. So in this episode, that is exactly what happened. Katie reached out to me and a friendship has blossomed. So without further ado, let's get into the interview.
1: Rachel, I am so excited to talk to you and get to know a little bit more about you. I know that your podcast has been so informative and helpful for me. I know that you're also celebrating a huge milestone with your podcast, and I'm so excited to kind of dive into the weeds on that. Um, And in this episode, I am just really wanting to get to know a little bit more about some of the biohacking uh, habits and technology that you use that has helped you become more successful and always bring your A-game because you work a lot. We can see it in your podcast. Uh, I know how many clients that you work with. And so you have to bring your A game to everything you do. I am so excited to kind of learn some of the secrets behind Rachel Varga. So thank you again for coming back on and and talking with me.
0: Oh, thanks for having me again, Katie. We had so much fun with our first one. And that was literally like the first layer. Of what we're going to just keep getting into. I love this little series that we're we're doing together. It's great. And I think just right now, more than ever, it's important to celebrate our wins, right? I mean, we're locked down right now. It's like, oh my gosh, we just got this like sweet podcast milestone. And it's like, okay, I went to Whole Foods and got some treats with my husband. <laughs> and um, And that was the extent of my celebration. So Yeah, the Rachel Varga podcast hit 20th in Canada for education and 27th in the USA for education. And I wouldn't be there without all y'all who tune in and support. So I'm just thrilled that the message that I'm putting out there for body, mind, spirit, energy, alignment, balancing for optimal beauty and radiance, it's resonating with people. And I think now more than ever, self-care is no longer or biohacking, whatever term you want to put on it, it's no longer a luxury, but it's actually a necessity. If you're wanting to function at a specific level and you're not wanting to be like that low vibe, you, you're wanting to thrive, right? You basically got to do this stuff to mitigate the environmental stressors that we experience daily.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And what I particularly love about your podcast is just the, the um, all of the breadth of knowledge that you you bring yourself and then your guests bring as well. I mean, you've had Todd White on who uh, runs the um, amazing dry fire wines and then you've also had Wes on from uh, you've also had Wes on from um, you know, Jew Red Light. And so there is just, you know, so many people in the space that you're bringing in to help Feed uh, our curiosity and help educate people on the things that they can be doing right now at home. Yeah, and so, super critical stuff. Super, super critical. Yeah. So, um, before uh, you know, we dive into anything else, I'd love to kind of just um, get to maybe talk a little bit more about um, the your red light practice? Because I know, I know you talked about this in, in the deep dive with Wes, but I'm just so curious about Juve and how it's become a part of your daily routine. I've been looking at the Juve products. I've been thinking about them. So maybe you can just kind of walk us through uh, your routine with them and how they've you know, improved your body, mind, spirit.
0: Yeah. And I just have to say, Katie, I love being interviewed by you because you are so much fun. Like you, you really, you're a natural at those. <laughs> it's so much fun connecting with you and having these really fun informational and educational uh, sessions together. All right. So, you know, how you probably had someone say to you, why don't you dream about what your favorite morning or evening routine looks like? What does that look like? Well, before this whole, you know, lockdown, whatever happened, I was kind of doing the rat race thing like y'all, right? Just getting up, feet hitting the floor, scrolling, all that stuff. And I just was able to take a step back for a second, right? And really start my day with grounding. And then with the red light therapy, I turn it on when I get ready in the in the morning, whether I'm, you know, starting with with, with washing and things like that, I'll have it on in the room. I know you need to be closer to it, but I just like having it on. It just like makes me feel good it allows me to just feel kind of like grounded in that present moment and of course it adds a little bit of like a bougie luxury feel to it I mean, you're getting some health benefits but it also just looks gorgeous and to be fair like these orchids are now like over two months old and they're still perfect and i'll either have them here in my office space when i'm recording or they live in in my bathroom most of the time because the lighting is perfect, but they're getting a lot of red light therapy. So I kind of wonder about that. (laughs) They're doing really well. (laughs) But anyways, the whole premise of red light therapy is to reduce inflammation. And Wes from Juve was actually talking about some preliminary studies that they're doing with uh, a physician. You can just check out their resources page on their website to learn more about that, the different uh, studies that they're taking part in right now, which is very important because you want to be doing things that are tried and true for your body. It's not all about going after the shiny object syndrome, because that's a, that can actually sometimes pose some health issues. So red light therapy, my hubby's a pro athlete. We've been using red light therapy for years. We used a locally made product and I just felt it was really clunky. It had like this auto shut off and uh, you have to strap it. There were like these like flat panels uh, that were kind of, It was almost on like a silicone backing and you'd have to then like use velcro to strap it to wherever you needed it and it was just really clunky so i really like just uh, looking down because my jupe is right here because i'll do my legs while i'm working and it's just really easy to incorporate into my routines that's one of the questions i get it's like well how do you actually use it when do you use it during the day i use it when i get ready morning and night and i love it i'll have it facing my front while I'm kind of like doing my bathing and then I'll have it doing my backside while I'm putting my products on or in the front when I'm doing dermal rolling and things like that.
1: That's great. Yeah. I, um, I too have kind of a clunky device right now. It's an energy square that um, was kind of my foray into red light and yellow light. And I love it, but it's not convenient. And so what one thing that I've found in doing a lot of testing with different biohacking devices is like, if it's not, if it misses that element of stickiness, you know, for example, like Mm -hmm. the aura Ring, it's so easy to put on and take off and charge. And it's beautiful and it's a conversation piece, right? But if I have to wear a strap that I have to like connect to my app every time and it's I'm having connectivity issues, probably not going to be using it as much, Mm -hmm. or it's, it's a barrier to entry. So I think one of the things that has inspired me to look into getting a juve is the convenience factor, you know, and I personally believe in the red light therapy, having used it for, um, over a year now, this one particular device by Dave Asprey, I have found it helps with, um, menstrual cramps. Oh, that's, that's, and it Mm. kind of makes sense because of, uh, the inflammation aspect, but, but also
0: Wes was talking about the balancing of hormones. That's actually what they're seeing now.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, cool. yeah. I've I've heard that on Ben Greenfield's podcast as well about in, an improvement in testosterone in libido. Not to mention the red light, as as you said in the podcast, is really sexy. It's, it's really super, sexy. It's <laughs> super beautiful. Like we actually installed uh, red hue lamps that automatically turn red after like six o'clock just to Sweet. kind of get us, yeah, to start building up that melatonin, the natural production. And at first I was like, I can't read in this. This is weird. But I have, I've quickly grown accustomed to it and I really enjoy it. And it's almost like this signaling of yeah. it's time to, you know, slow down. So I think the the red light, the your ability to incorporate it into your natural routine you know, working or whatnot is essential. And also, can you talk a little bit about your legs and the and the two knees? Because I thought that was so interesting what happened.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I wonder how many times I'm going to be talking about this now. So I would have it in kind of like the middle of my bathroom. And so my left knee was getting more light than my right one. And I love assessing the skin and I know my skin and I'd actually just kind of like pinched my skin to sort of see what was going on with the elastin and collagen. And it's like, oh my, I think I noticed that when I was putting one of my like body oils that you can actually get on my e-store. It's the pineapple body oil, rachelvarga.ca slash store. It is like, the bee's knees for body oils, bath oils, all that stuff.
1: Literally the bee's knees, get it? Oh, oh (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) That
0: was so cute. All right. Um, So on to more serious matters. Yes, I did start to notice a difference between my knees after just a week of using the device, which I thought was really interesting. So yes, that's totally anecdotal. That's just my experience. But I also started to notice that my eyes weren't feeling quite so dry and irritated because I had pre- previous laser vision correction and have been really suffering with dry eye and irritation. Uh, I could barely wear my contacts now. I'm able to wear them almost every day, even with like all these glorious trees just like dumping pollen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like everyone else in in the house is suffering right now with their eyes I'm like just use my juve light seriously like it's super bright but it really has helped me yeah but I I mean it's a little too bright for my husband to use Mm -hmm. uh with the with the red light setting so he likes the 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 far infrared light
1: Gotcha. Yeah. It's amazing to hear a lot of these anecdotal stories. And um, I'd love to kind of jump in. I know we talked last time about some of the skin benefiting effects that you can get from red light therapy. Do you think that something like the Juve could eventually replace like laser therapy or is it just kind of a supplement, an at-home supplement that you can use to help with things like collagen production?
0: That is such a great question. And I don't think that I've ever heard anybody word it that way.
1: Like you are seriously so good at interviewing.
0: You're such a natural.
1: Literally just came to the top of my head.
0: <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. I love what you think. Okay. Lasers in the clinic are very different. So when I'm working with say an intense pulse light device, the target is going to be either reds or browns in the skin, which is really great. Say if you have Pigmentation, like brown spots, or if you have rosacea, broken capillaries, telangiectasia, red acne scars, that specific wavelength and energy of light coming from the IPL is going to target those things. Mm -hmm. But a lot of that is a result of inflammation in the body, right? Skin changes, inflammaging, if you will. And then we have other lasers, such as an erbium laser. The target for that one is water. So it basically vaporizes the top layer of the skin off, which is what gives you that glassiness, reduction of pore size, mm-hmm. uh, a bit of a trauma to the skin, which is thus going to stimulate your fibroblasts to make more elastin and collagen, which is really the aim of the game. You're really wanting to protect that. So going to the clinic for those types of things is going to give you a pretty marked improvement With you know improvement of color, improvement of texture, and you can't really bring those lasers home. Like I would love to be able to do them on myself, but my eyes have to be shielded and protected. They're one hundred and forty thousand dollars devices, right? So you (laughs) you can't just Yeah. (laughs) yeah. They need to be maintained and and all sorts of things. You need to be properly trained on how to use them. So what I love about these at home red light therapy options is that it's just like a steady dose a beautiful energy onto your skin to impact your body steadily. So do I recommend going into say a clinic or a wellness space to have a red light therapy treatment? No, because the whole purpose of it is to get a little bit of exposure every day. That's how it's been shown to be effective, not just going somewhere and getting like, a 30 minute treatment for 50 to 100. It's it's more of that 10 minutes per area every day.
1: Absolutely the key is consistency. Yes. The one thing I haven't heard anybody talk about and it just sort of dawned on me today as I was putting on my sunscreen was I know that it's near infrared and far infrared light but is there should we be thinking about putting on our sunscreen before using one of these devices?
0: That's a really good question, and I would say you're probably better off using this type of technology without sunscreen because you actually want to be absorbing the light, and especially if you're using a physical sunscreen like the TZO 3 that you can get on my e-store as well, it's a mineral-based sunscreen. So there's no such thing as a sunblock because rays are still going to get through, but when you're using a mineral-based sunscreen with zinc and titanium in it, it's going to be giving you filter. And so ideally, um, you know, red light therapy where this is very well established, a very well established therapy, but if you're using it on clean skin without anything on it, you're probably going to get better absorption. It's like when I do a laser treatment, you want to be prepping the skin. So even doing the red light therapy prior to putting any, Serum say after you've cleansed your face or you've done your dermal rolling is probably better.
1: That's super interesting and, and great to hear because that was kind of something I just started thinking about and wondering if it was a gap in my routine. Mm-hmm. And when I was at the biohacking conference last year, they had this um, this one device called the Light Stim, and they were saying that it would actually help with the absorptions of serums better. And so that was kind of their protocol was like do this, you know, take all your makeup off do the light stim protocol. And then, and this was also red light therapy, by the way, and then put on some type of, or actually while you're using the machine, you should also kind of put on some type of serum. So I'm just curious if it would help with the absorption or if maybe that's something you, you don't need right now with this device.
0: Sure. Well, I'm trying to think of the mechanism of action for increasing product absorption, and I'm not really sure how it would do that but I just might be not aware of a mechanism that, say, gets opened up, which allows the different, say, antioxidants or peptides to be absorbed into the skin. So from my understanding, from a scientific understanding, from a provider understanding that, you know, I've been las- using lasers for almost 10 years now, I just don't understand that mechanism. So That could change if, say, I'm aware of some studies or some other information that might uh, fall onto my lap.
1: Great. Yeah, I haven't really seen anything else about that either. So this was just kind of top of mind, um, you know, just out of curiosity. But I don't uh, think it would hurt,
0: though. Okay, that's good to know. However, light is energy, and say if you are, you know, we use we use UV light to basically pasteurize juices. Mm -hmm. right? So there's also that element is that wavelength of light and energy going to actually change the chemical structure Mm -hmm. in that specific product or serum. So I I don't know, but I would say that that might be a possibility. So I would say your best bet is to have it on clean skin. Awesome. That's probably what the current studies are all doing as well, but there could be some other ones out there floating around and that will probably come out of the future, which Mm -hmm. is super exciting.
1: Yeah, that is the the best thing about kind of you know tuning in and, and having a your you know um, having a strong pulse to this biohacking community is we're just constantly seeing new information emerging and this red light is has been around obviously for a while but we're mm-hmm. starting to see even newer evidence of of its health and therapeutic benefits emerging and that's just like I, I just feel like we're we're really kind of going, moving forward with all of this. And that's the most exciting thing to kind of be cutting edge with, with it. So one of the things that I I do like about the Juve and some of the other red light devices is that it doesn't really heat you up too much, but I do want to kind of switch over to something that does, and that's sauna therapy. Mm. And I can't even begin to tell you how much conflicting evidence I see online on YouTube about saunas and detox and, oh, you should do a dry sauna, nor a wet sauna, nor an infrared sauna. And so I'm hoping that you might be able to, no pun intended, shed some light on all of this sauna... uh, you know, things out there and all of these different potential benefits. And what would you recommend people kind of look to for, especially skin clearing benefits of sauna?
0: Well, first of all, keep those puns coming because we don't want to be afraid of aging and all that stuff. We want to have fun with it. We want to have an open mind, but with always keeping safety and efficacy in the, the forwardmost most aspect of our decision making. And also just understanding what your intuition is telling you that is going to be good for your body. So speaking of that, do you remember we had those terrible forest fires? You know, you guys in California have really suffered and you have to work harder when you have environmental stressors like that to keep yourself healthy so the term biohacking i mean i just think of that term term like your self-care right so sweating is really important um to really get a good sweat every day so whether that's through exercise which is probably the best way to do it because you got to move that body of yours right you got to protect it you got to work it and doing dry sauna wet sauna infrared sauna when we were experiencing the forest fires on vancouver island where i am it was, it was awful, and I remember sitting in my home with an N95 mask on. It was that bad. And so I said to my husband, I'm like, we got to go do an infrared sauna and detox. And what's funny is we were both in the sauna together, and I stepped outside to get some more water, and then I came back into the sauna, and it reeked like forest fire. So the toxins, and it didn't smell outside the room. And we didn't, I I didn't feel like we smelled when we went in there, right? We'd showered right before. We were super clean, but obviously it had just leached the toxins out. And I remember when I first started infrared therapy, my massage therapist, Chelsea Forbes, she was saying how the sweat that comes off of you in your, after doing an infrared sauna, it's really toxic and you actually want to shower it off right away because it's pulling out all the toxins. So I can't really speak to the differences between the health benefits of infrared, dry sauna, wet sauna. I'm sure there's an expert out there that really understands that. But that's my experience with the infrared and sweating in general It is really, really good for you.
1: Absolutely. We actually have this device called the sauna space. Um, and it's on loan to a family member who suffers from Lyme's disease. Mm-hmm. And that you know with Lyme's disease, I, I don't know a whole lot about it, but I do know that there's an element of fatigue, um, at, you know an overall kind of lethargy that happens with it. And since doing the infrared sauna sessions, and they're relatively short, maybe thirty minutes every day, she has noticed a significant improvement. In her Lyme symptoms, awesome. so, yeah, I mean, a lot of this can be anecdotal. Yep. what you experienced sounds like you could actually you know physically smell something in that moment. So I think again, this is kind of another one of those areas where we'll just kind of see how the the research emerges, but um, but really cool stuff. And so for for skin purposes, when you're kind of sweating things out, Will will an infrared sauna help with some of, you know, the um, shedding of toxicity and like the the uh, dermal layer of your skin? Oh, I can't
0: really speak to that. Okay, but I would say that the infrared and all that stuff is just going to be reducing inflammation, which mm-hmm. red acne scarring because you are pointing to your jawline. I think that's what you're yeah. referring to is called post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. So it's actually the in- inflammation that sticks around post-breakout. Mm-hmm that's the annoying red acne scars. So you gotta be feeding your skin properly, nourishing the skin, antioxidants, all that stuff to, to reduce inflammation, light therapy to reduce inflammation, using your sunscreen to reduce that pigmentation. It's all kind of part of it. It's usually not, what I've learned is it's really not just one thing. It's not like this, this bright, shiny object, right? That's this magic pill that's gonna do everything. It's all of the pieces of the puzzle. The more that you can layer, into your self-care routine, the better. And you just listen to your body because your body's going to tell you if you're like, oh, I don't really want to try that. Or, oh, that doesn't really feel very good. It might be different. What might feel good for you might feel very different for someone else.
1: Such a great point. It is really about the whole package, You know, yeah. the, the comprehensive approach. So switching gears a little bit to talk a little more about biohacking or self-care. I'd love to kind of dive into some of the things that you do or use, um, maybe like your top three or top five biohacking technologies that have actually made a drastic improvement in your life, either mentally, physically, emotionally? Well, I think that exercise is
0: probably one one of the most important things that you can do to look after your body. You can use all of these different um, muscle stimulating technologies. I've used them for other injuries myself to stimulate other deeper muscles in my neck that weren't getting fired as much, like a TENS machine. Mm-hmm. Those can be really helpful if you're sorting through an injury. You know, I recommend that you seek the guidance of a physio on that, just to be sure, mm-hmm. so that you're not going to end up like... Overstimulating or you know compensating in other areas. I really like the G of light. I really like my dermal roller. I feel like I use a lot of things that I just don't necessarily term biohacking, but you know essential oils. I make my own beeswax candles because I don't want to be burning these toxins. I have diffusers going. I have Himalayan salt lamps in each of my rooms, um, and just from an energy perspective like I don't even watch horror movies or anything like that but I mean don't be fooled I rock out on my electric guitar, and I have since I was about 10 years old so sometimes metal is fun for me right it actually makes me feel good but like certain type of metal right
1: mm-hmm. what no about I biohacking act. glasses Bio,
0: yeah I got a couple of true darks here I do like to put those on as well um what else well I actually work with a lot of Uh, providers. I do a lot of energetic work um, just to kind of, I'll leave it at that. Yoga, all that stuff, really limiting my exposure to devices. Mm -hmm. Actually, one of my favorite biohacking tips is finding places where I feel really good. There are a couple of places in nature where I just go and I feel like I'm in a different place. And I've even brought in some of my girlfriends there That are like, Rachel, that place was like really interesting. The energy there was really interesting and yeah. So I don't know what you would term that. I would say just finding places where you feel grounded and other people might put the term, Oh, you're just like energetically aligned there because the magnetism, the grids, ley lines, whatever you want to call it. But I would say there's a lot of really great free stuff out there. You could go broke. Trying to get your hands on all of the uh, biohacking tech that's available, and a word of warning that I would give you is never jump on the first generation. As I've noticed this in aesthetics, so with laser technologies, body sculpting, it's usually the second or third generation of a technology that's even better.
1: That's a really great point. I know you like usually wait five, 10 years to kind ten, of like see seven the, to eight. Yeah. To see the iteration of the product and and where it goes, because you might not be getting your money's worth of that product. Yeah. Um, I, I don't I, want to
0: be wasting people's time and money when they come see me for treatments, right? I'm not going to pick up this like fancy skin tightening thing that feels like a hot stone massage that probably they might think it does something, but the photos don't lie. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I totally agree with you on the, the forest bathing aspect. I, mm. I think there's, you know, some of the top biohacks that I recommend for people is get out in nature and sleep. Sleep is also so pivotal yes. into our overall well being and the de- detoxification of our brain at night. So, you know, sometimes it's just the simple things, the free things that are maybe even the hardest to do, but also can reap the biggest rewards.
0: Yes, yeah, so we're talking about barriers. That's a big one. If yeah. you don't have the finances to invest in some of these gadgets, go in nature, find somewhere you feel good, exercise, that's free. Mm-hmm. Drink water, you know, make better food choices, actually sleep, actually take time to ground yourself when you wake up first thing in the morning, set that intention. There's so many free things that you can do.
1: Such a great point. And going back to exercise, I'd love to hear what your exercise routine looks like nowadays.
0: Oh, so yesterday I had a really early interview, and it was with Dr. Lauren Lax. And so when I do interviews with people on the East Coast, I get up really early. And so it was like seven seven a.m. is really early for me guys. <laughs> so the interview was at seven, so I had to get ready, all that stuff, do my routine, blah blah. And then I was like, oh, I feel really good getting up this early. I'm going to go for a run. So I went to the top of the mountain. I live right next to a mountain. And so that is really great, just like going up a steep slope. And my grandpa, actually, there's this like compass map at the top of the mountain that's been made of bronze, and my grandmother's father's company was actually like a foundry and my grandpa worked there. So he actually made it. He actually helped to make that at the very top of the mountain. So I just like, I just went up there, put my hands on it, took in the view and it was great. So being able to combine your exercise, getting outside, and then just taking in the scenery around you is really great. My husband likes to put me through these really funny workouts. He just did this thing with GSP because he's a pro fighter. And so GSP did this, like, workout, and, you know, we were all trying to do it, and he fell over the first time he did it. I was like, oh my gosh, I wish, wish I had that on, on video. But you gotta have fun with your exercises. Do, uh, sprinkle in new things every now and again, so that your body doesn't just get used to doing the same thing, because you'll plateau. But yeah, I have my yoga mat, like, literally four feet away from, from me in my office space here. So doing that, I'm a firm believer in combining three things for your bodily fitness. And I talk about this in my ebook, Unlocking Your Vitality, which you guys can get your hands on at my website, rachelvarga.ca. So for for working out, you got to focus on your cardio. So running, getting your heart rate up, sweating, right? Your stability and flexibility. So whether that's using like an exercise balance ball or a BOSU ball, or doing your yoga, Pilates, things like that. And then doing some resistance training. That's really key. So when you hit those three marks, those are, it's really important because I did yoga for six months and then I went to the gym and I was so weak and really disappointed with my bodily performance.
1: I could not agree more. I, I used to work at a spin studio. And so all I did was take spin classes, 24 seven, you know, and it's, and cause you've just fallen into that trap of like, this is a fun exercise. I love doing this. And then I tried to do a yoga class and I like the hip flexors were so tight mm. and I couldn't move my body. And so that was a very early lesson for me that like, you know, even though you like this one thing, you have to include variety, yeah. which is why I'm actually, I, I haven't gotten into it and I don't know what the barriers for me, but I, I really believe in the science behind HIIT workouts. Have you mm-hmm. done any oh. of those? Oh, of course I
0: have.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Your husband is, you know, yeah, probably does them all the time.
0: (laughs) He'll like make a little routine for us. He, you know, did some, some cones outside. So we are doing like some, some uh, footwork drills and then we were doing some step up drills and calf raises or spreading down the driveway. We were doing like some Russian twists. Oh my gosh. You just see what he puts me through. Oh my gosh. I love him. I love him for it. He's like a personal trainer.
1: When all of this is over, I'm coming up to, to you guys and maybe you can teach me how to do a, a proper hit workout because it is really difficult to do on your own. So I'm trying yeah. to coax my fiance to do it along with me.
0: Find a hill, do some sprints. And what's really cool is when you start to do those sprints up hills, you'll start to notice, okay, I kind of like, oh, I'm done at three. And then you do five. And then the other day I did seven. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so you can actually measure your pr- progression with your fitness level that way
1: and that's what it's all about you know you really want to see some measured improvements some mm-hmm. gains you know it, it keeps us motivated to keep going yeah install
0: like a pull-up bar at your house we just put one of those up yeah so we can do some some drills like that i'm trying to get my upper body back after an injury mm-hmm. so that's been really um really important for me to try and get those upper upper shoulder stuff back.
1: Yeah, that's that's my weak spot. Um, so, Rachel, how do you structure your day? I know we talked a little bit about some of your routines, but is there a secret sauce that you can tell listeners about how someone like you can be so successful and have your hands in so many things and always bring your A game?
0: You have to do what lights you up. You have to be doing things that are in alignment with your purpose. I hope you're okay if we get a little woo here.
1: Let's do it. Let's this, woo-woo it up.
0: And this is seriously like what I see my most vibrant clients, patients doing is they're doing things that they get joy from. I just wrapped up an interview right before this. And you know, she talked about joy. And I was like, Yes, yeah, so good. I have a really cool podcast with Lisa Slowaska from Salt Spring, who she actually encouraged me to start writing my book and Okay, so what my routine looks like for me to function the way that I do, I, every morning, like I love cuddling up with with my husband and I'll just first take a moment. Say, Okay, I'm waking up and I've been actually waking up uh, before my alarms, which is a really good sign. And I'll just take a moment to just kind of like drop in, say, you know, I'm really thankful for this day and just really kind of tuning into the life force. If you're on the same path I am, you kind of get that, like the life force, like everything has life, everything has beauty and just like tuning into the energy because there have been some pretty cool shifts that have happened um, during this time. And so things will never be the same as they were before and that's okay. And this is a scientific principle that things are never staying still, things are always moving, right? Matter is neither created nor destroyed, it's merely transferred, similar principle. So just really tuning into that day and on the mornings that I get really frustrated with myself is when I start scrolling and checking my email, in bed. that's really bad. But when I just go straight to the bathroom, start to do my self care, you know, get my red light therapy in while I'm getting myself ready. I love it. Making my coffee downstairs. I'll just go run, and get that. And you know, obviously really clean coffee, like bulletproof coffee for that. you feel good. And then I start my day with interviews, consults, doing some admin stuff and usually going for my workout like before supper time but sometimes i'll do it kind of in between depends how pretty i have to look after (laughs) 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 it seems like really basic stuff right Mm -hmm. but it's basic when it feels good for you and yeah I mean, it could be what I do in advance for some people and like basic for other people. They're already doing it. No one can really tell you what to do to have a great day, but you should be able to just pick up little like sprinkles here and there, start to implement them and then see how good it makes you feel.
1: Absolutely. I, for, for me, when I shifted from having a nine to five day job to taking the channel full time, it was a huge shift. And this all happened when... Covid also happened at the same time, so I don't really know my life kind of outside of what what we're facing right now. But for me, having a a place to kind of write down my routine to create structure for myself has been really helpful. And one, yeah, and one thing that I've actually found is like I used to be dogmatic about doing my workouts first thing in the morning. You gotta get that workout in; it'll make you feel better. And then I stopped that, and Mm. I am now doing like a run midday or yoga midday. And I find that the energy I get back when I return to my work post-workout is game-changing.
0: Yeah. And you can't be sitting, right? Like with what we're doing, obviously we're working on our laptops. You need to get up and move around. Otherwise your hip flexors are going to start freaking out on you. You'll just have all this like stuck energy. So just go with the flow.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. Movement, every, every few minutes, you know, throughout every, like every hour is a good thing for you and keeps you invigorated. Um, Great. So I was actually going to ask you about maybe some of the woo-woo practices that you do. You maybe mainstream would consider woo-woo. Maybe we don't consider them, but walk us through, I know you kind of gave us a glimpse, walk us through a couple of different practices that you do every day or, you know, every week that really gets you grounded in your energy?
0: Mm, I think during that self-care is really that, it's like beginning of the day, the closing of the day. I have to say having that red light in the room, it's just really segmented that self-care time, as you would probably call biohacking time. Mm -hmm. I call it self-care time. And it's not a luxury, it's a necessity. And some of the other woo things, you know, I have a diffuser going, I'm just looking over, I have this little cute table I set up. It's got some nice little like Oracle cards there. I got some sage that I put together from the property here. And then I have a little, a little gemstone one of my coworkers, Sarah, got me a little picture of me as a kid, some beeswax candles and some really bougie Tiffany's candlesticks (laughs) that my sister gave me as a wedding present that I finally busted out, a little Tibetan bowl from Salt Spring Island. And what I like to do is just like ring that bowl. A lot of times before sessions, I have salt lamps going just to to really stay grounded. Um, And then I'm actually holding solenoid. (laughs) It just feels really good. My best friend and one of my best friends, Elena got me this and just like feels good. Mm -hmm. And I have a tuning fork as well. And the whole time I actually led that three-hour session with 15 health experts, it was an immune building health summit. I was actually using that tuning fork on me to stay focused. And I was exhausted when I did that three-hour. It it was like the last day I had at the clinic, we're wrapping up loose ends. And then at six o'clock that night, I was holding space for 15 health experts talking about immune building. I really wanted to get this info out to help people to be healthy during this time and have it be like a really family friendly experience. And I don't think that I would have been capable of doing that had I not have those little things implemented to keep me energetically balanced.
1: How did you use the tuning fork? You just held it in your, in your hands or did you, I'm just so curious about yeah. this.
0: Yeah, okay, tuning forks are really bad. I experienced it for the first time when I was getting acupuncture through uh, my practitioner and he actually put the tuning fork right on my forehead and then also on my sternum. And I was like, oh, and it's middle C and I play piano, guitar, all that stuff. And I really like um, middle C. For some reason, it just feels really good to me. And when I play piano, I lo- like it's like a begin and end each song that I am write with that. And yeah, it's just, it's just, it vibrates through your whole skeleton. Have you ever played with one? No,
1: I haven't. And, but now I'm like, how quickly can I get one? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I actually,
0: I I bought it off my, my person. I'm like, can I just like buy this on you? (laughs) Cause I totally forgot to get one online and I didn't want to get the right, the wrong one and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. Cause you know, as a practitioner, he knows the good stuff. But, like, I was just, you know, hitting it on my palm and then either going on my hip mm. or my knee, a little behind the scenes. So this is hilarious, I'm telling you this. But it feels really good. And especially on the chest, like, if you have, um, like, stress or chest congestion, it just, like, it just vibrates things. And mm. it feels really, really nice. So I don't necessarily know the science behind it as opposed to just, like, uh, adjusting like your frequency and actually putting a frequency onto your, your, your body. But I just know it just helped keep me uh, focused.
1: That's so interesting because I recently invested in a device called the Apollo Neuro. And it is like this watch-like device that actually emits sound wave, like inaudible sound wave vibrations cool. through your body. And so you've probably maybe have heard of EFT or tapping therapy. Yeah. Oh, of course I have. Yeah. And so it's, it kind of reminds me of something that you would use for somebody that, you know, kind of like an EFT type of device. And there are, it ha- comes with an app and there are, Different uh, wavelengths that you can choose, including sleep and renew, focus, energy, even socialization. So I've done a couple of interviews where I'm wearing this thing. It's buzzing, but you don't hear it. But for me, I'm feeling this kind of like vibration through my body, and I I feel like that is very similar to what the tuning fork is doing. You know, it's all about the resonating energy, that vibration that our bodies are craving
0: hmm Yeah. Another thing is I turn my Bluetooth off on all my devices.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't use Bluetooth. Um, I actually don't have any electronics in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. I'll have like a Himalayan salt lamp that's plugged into the wall and a fan going. Yeah. Um, but otherwise that's it to just reduce that EMF. Like I live next to a mountain though. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's gonna be pretty grounding.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your your EMF is probably pretty much under control uh based on where you live. Um where you know we we actually moved out of San Francisco to get to an, an area near trees and mountains so we mm-hmm. could reduce our EMF exposure. And it's it's been helpful, you know? Yeah. Um Curious, because I know that you attended a session with Joe Dispenza, mm-hmm. who I'm just starting to dive into some of oh, his Oh, you're just starting to go. Just that starting. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'd <laughs> love to know if his workshop changed any aspects or you started to incorporate new things mm-hmm. into your routine um, that you were inspired by him from.
0: Well, number one, going to that event, Joe Dispenza was there. Rebecca Campbell was there. I adore Rebecca Campbell so much. She, her books, as I'm like looking over at my little <laughs> my little desk that I was telling you about, uh, "Light Is a New Black," "Rise, to Rise." Those books really got me started on my journey of doing things that light me up, both personally, professionally. And so I, I went there, I wanted to interact with her and Dr. Dispe- Joe Dispenza. So it was a Hay House Heal event in Portland. And it's weird when you just think, oh, there's an event going on, I really wanna go. And then the cool people that you end up connecting with actually actually visit a different country and connected with people that were from my island, which is really unusual because I live on a really small island. And one of the key things that I learned from him was getting in the black during his meditation no body, no time, nowhere. That was really interesting. I never experienced that before. And also, one other thing that he talked about okay, ladies. Guys, you guys can uh, relate to this too. If you're talking to your friends and you're like, oh my gosh, like this person did that and that person did this, or you know, my ex is doing this now. When you just start to like gossip and talk about other things and other stuff in the past, like, and you just kind of keep going back there. So, say, here we are, he did this really cool diagram. This is where we are this is all the past stuff. If all of your energy is going in there, there's no space to go here. It's just going to go back and back and forth. Right. So, I mean, I think you should probably get into his works to really understand this. I may be describing it inadequately and not doing it justice, but that was really cool. It's like, if you stop paying attention to things in the past, you're going to be more forward thinking and more able to attuned to a different way of being and uh, allowing space for other opportunities as opposed to being like sucked backwards but Mm -hmm. creating this other space so that was really really bad
1: yeah. It's, it's like this vortex where you just kind of like, you give in a little bit and then all of a sudden you're all in, you yeah. know, it's it's kind of like why I have a really hard time sitting down and watching Netflix. Cause like, if I allow myself to like watch a little bit, all of a sudden I'm like three hours in and I'm like, what have I done? You know? And so I I totally can relate to this idea of, you know, you start, it starts to accumulate. And I think that's one of the, the principal foundations of meditation is just being in this present moment and mm-hmm not focusing on this past or future space, just the here and now. And that's been, you know, definitely been something that's been super beneficial for me. I know has definitely impacted you. So it's, you know, I, I'm excited to kind of dive deeper into Joe Dispenza and maybe even attend one of his workshops down the line.
0: Yeah. One other thing about getting woo. Um, so my husband, he's not religious or anything like that. But, you know, he's probably the most... <laughs> moral man I've ever met. And so like his religion is like exercise, but then I am spiritual. My second, or sorry, my great grandmother, great grandma Smith, she was a second ordained female evangelical minister in Canada. So I come from that type of lineage of women that were, were very spiritual and were very much into serving others and the community. And I feel so blessed to be a part of a lineage like that. So the work that I do, I take very seriously because of that. And I know that that's my purpose. So everything I'm doing is really in alignment to that, whether it's my self-care slash biohacking practices, it's to really make sure that I'm enjoying this experience and that I'm interacting with people, places, and things in a really beautiful way and doing what I can energetically to help to support others as well. So, you know, when I I do a recording, you set that intention, what's the intention for this call to be a bit of a healing download, Mm -hmm. for voices to be soft and soothing, to, you know, not keep people in that high beta, but like what you said about listening to the podcast, it brings a sense of like normalcy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's funny because exactly what you said has it's taken me to get into like my thirties and I just like, I'm, I'm 31 now, but I just started to like come into myself and my alignment with, you know, my, my spirituality and my purpose and calling as I left my twenties and into my thirties. So it might be a little bit of a maturity thing. Um, Hmm. And, and for me, certainly it's like, it's one of those things that you can't really uh quantify you just know it when you know it mm-hmm. you feel it it's mm-hmm. it's it's just you know so many people are like well how do you enjoy doing that or why do you want to do that it's like there's something so much deeper inside you that's hard to equate or even put into words and i think that's what you know that's the beauty of life that's just really what we're all striving for and you know it when you when you really know it. And it's it's hard to, I I know I'm doing a terrible job at trying to explain what I'm saying, but I think you understand what I'm saying.
0: (laughs) Beauty is a feeling and a quiet confidence that comes from being perfectly aligned or as close to
1: perfect as possible.
0: That's what happens.
1: There you go. Couldn't have said it better myself, literally.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I really feel like that's what radiance is. It's that alignment it's on body, mind, spirit, energy. Like you could pay all the money in the world to get all the biohacking devices and all the, mm-hmm. the best skincare and the in clinic, you know, laser this, injectable that, surgery that, body contouring this. But if you're not doing the other stuff, it doesn't seem to matter because you could be this like picture perfect version on Instagram or whatever in real life. And then you stay in and interact with someone like that. And they open their mouth, and you're like, "Ooh, right." Mm -hmm. Like I've had a couple times in the past when I was out with a few girlfriends, and you know, friends of friends, and they're just constantly on their phones, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, you should should look at this. Look what this person is doing. Oh my goodness, this happened, that happened. Oh my gosh, I need to go. Come get me, Gabriel." (laughs) (laughs) And so many people are functioning that way because they just don't know how good they can feel.
1: It's so true. And one thing, just as a kind of side tangent, what I love about you, Rachel, is you walk the walk. You are doing this every day, every time you show up for your podcast, every time you engage with people on Instagram, all of the posting, everything that you put out into the universe, you're doing that. You are not only talking the talk, but you're walking the walk. And it's it's such a joy to just connect with you. And I just, I feel like in my whole body, just feel better talking to you. And so there's, you know, and I think it's a lot of the energy that you're giving off. So sorry, just wanted to point that out and say, you know, thank you for everything that you do, because I think we need to hear that message right now.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's not really me. Yeah. So I'm just showing up and putting the stuff into reality. If you get what I'm saying, just doing the best I can.
1: I do. It. I do. And see, that's you taking the ego out of it, you know? <laughs> um, and uh, so just to kind of jump back to skin stuff for, um, for listeners who are, or have been asking about uh, some some of the latest products that they've been seeing on the market. I have been getting a lot of Instagram advertisements on cryo skin and cryo facial. And I just would love to kind of get your thoughts on Is this just a glorified cold facial? Do you recommend this for people? Okay,
0: so that's what you're getting targeted by. I'm getting targeted by magnetic eyelash (laughs) liner. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like the heavy metals that are in this type of product to make magnetic eyelashes stick to the skin. That can't be a good idea. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Just a little health um, awareness thing there.
1: Thank you. Probably yeah, that's a very I much needed PSA.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, I can have great lashes, probably film, because <laughs> I don't have any lashes right now. It's like, I'm not doing that. Okay, so cryotherapy, the whole premise to cryotherapy is to reduce inflammation. Lots of people swear by this, whether they're submersion or you're doing, um, you know, outdoor cold water plunging, which is awesome to reduce inflammation. uh, If you have sore muscles, things like that, cold water therapy is is great. I have heard some pretty well-known people in the space of biohacking actually talk about when they've submersed their face to cryotherapy, they feel like their skin looks better and more youthful. Is that the safe thing to do? Maybe not. Um, maybe let's figure out like some safe protocols around that. But we'll never evolve unless we start trying these really cool things. So, in cryotherapy, it hasn't been around too too long. That's why we don't have our own like cryotherapy chambers at home, unless you're someone super cool that we know, like David. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, I wonder what that's going to look like in the future. Is having your own cryotherapy type device at home going to be just as common as say having a dermal roller or your own red light therapy. I wonder about that. I wouldn't be surprised Mm. if those types of devices become a little bit more affordable, a little bit more sustainable as well, because I believe they're using uh, liquid nitrogen Mm -hmm. as the cooling source. I could be wrong. I mean, I'm not super well-versed in cryotherapy, but the premise is to reduce inflammation. However, cryotherapy is also used in lesion removal. So Mm -hmm. say for example, someone has a precancerous lesion or a benign lesion on their skin, cryotherapy, liquid nitrogen in a really sort of like focalized beam of that uh, liquid nitrogen can quite beautifully remove lesions from the skin, whether again, benign or precancerous. So if you say, get this like, red flaky irritated spot on your face especially around your eyes your nose your temple it just kind of goes away and keeps coming back you need to get that looked at by your doctor mm. and then your your physician is probably going to use a cryotherapy type device so it's been used a long time in aesthetics for lesion removal but at home i cannot wait to see what happens with them
1: Yeah. Sessions are so expensive right now and it's just not, you know, affordable for a lot of people to do as consistent as they might want to. So that's why I was wondering if I just do a cold plunge, am I kind of getting most of the benefits?
0: I wouldn't be surprised if it has a similar mechanism of action in respect to consistent exposure like we're finding with red light therapy, like we're mm-hmm. finding with with healthy lifestyle practices. It's that consistent reduction of inflammation on the body to reduce uh, you know, just just the aging process, disease processes from starting to happen. So I've always kind of joked about this with with my patients. We're at some point gonna walk through this door frame and it's just gonna like take 10 years off. And I would not be surprised if we come up with something in the next 10 to 20 years that is like that. It's like this like doorframe portal thing that you just go into or this, I saw this like bath thing on this really weird sci-fi movie where this woman just goes in and she emerges, this like beautiful, more youthful version of herself. And I don't know, I I feel like it's not going to be one thing. I feel like it's going to be a couple of things, like the
1: pieces of the puzzle that I'd like to refer to yeah yeah well a girl can dream right
0: (laughs) yeah you dream about your favorite morning dream about your favorite evening and then just
1: like make that happen just make it it happen you're the
0: only person getting in your
1: own way so true. And you're the one who goes to sleep with yourself at night and wakes up with yourself in the morning. And it's all about that alignment with what you're actually doing. Well, listen, I, I I don't want to take up any more time. I'm so grateful for having the chance to talk to you again, to really dive into you, Rachel Varga, your mind, body, spirit practice. I feel like I've learned so much and I can't wait to do this again. So I, I hope that we can chat more in the future and do even more of a deep dive on some of these new technologies. That continue to emerge. Mm-hmm.
0: And just something that popped into my mind: if you're like constantly doing something, whether it's biohacking or or something else, just don't forget who you are, your purpose. If it's maybe masking something else, but just do things that are in alignment with with your with your greatest purpose. And if you seek, you'll find what makes you feel really good. If you know what I'm saying there
1: wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So (laughs) (laughs) I totally get it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. Anything else you want to share with the audience? Yeah. I want
0: to uh, share your, your promo code with everybody.
1: Yes. It is Katie Moore, 15, 15% off online consultations and your e-store. There are so many amazing products. The TZO3, definitely the sunscreen of the summer. We all want to get that. Mm -hmm. and, um, and you've got a lot of, uh, you've got a lot of great videos up on your YouTube. I want to just give you a shout out the derma rolling video with your husband, the cutest thing I've ever freaking seen. Oh my gosh. I love it. (laughs) I was so inspired. I was like, Jasper, you see they're doing it as a couple. So I just was like, so thrilled to see that. So yeah. Well, I mean, you can't have one person like getting into
0: their forties and looking 10, 15 years younger when the other one is like not looking younger do it together, right? Is, mm-hmm. This is really key because ladies, we're looking after ourselves and the men sometimes got to pick up their game a little bit. So that's really great feedback because my husband and I have um, actually completed and are just about ready to launch our Unlock Your Vitality Masterclass. because he has so much information as a pro athlete. Uh, body, mind, spirit, mental practices, mental fortitude, uh, libido, sex relationships, what he does to be able to perform at the the level he performs at. And I kind of had to like pull it out of him, if you will. So, and then I kind of share some, some tidbits of info in there. So I'm glad you liked that video because we actually have an entire masterclass that is ready to go. We're going to be launching it anytime. Awesome. Well, that promo code is going to apply to that too.
1: Yes. Please keep us posted when that does launch. I am so excited. Again, you guys are hashtag goals. Like (laughs) really it's, you know, there's just this, this beautiful energy and synergy between what you guys are doing and sharing this amazing knowledge with the world. You know, that's, that's what it's all about. Right.
0: You're definitely going to get, get to know us pretty darn well in that masterclass and how different we are, but Mm -hmm. we do balance each other in a really Interesting way. I'm just going to put it, leave it at that. <laughs>
1: I am so excited. I am so excited. Thank you. Thank you again so much, Rachel, for your time and for all of your knowledge. And I can't wait to see you on the next one.
0: Thank you. All right, guys. So, how much fun was that interview with Katie Taipei? You can find her at Katie Taipei across social platforms. And she's just a blast. So, here you go. We are strangers. We've never met. She said, hey, on social. Cool. Let's collaborate. Let's share some stuff and help make other people's lives just a little bit brighter and you know, become smarter consumers and all that good stuff. So once again, if you haven't had the opportunity to follow me yet on social media, please follow me at Rachel Farga Official and take a screenshot of you listening to this because what I would love to do as a thank you is send you a free gift. So take a screenshot of you listening on your social media, tag me at Rachel Varga official and like a story, and I'd love to send something cool your way. As you mentioned in the wrap up of that interview, yes, I am launching a really cool masterclass with my husband Gabriel Varga. That's going to be fun because as a husband and wife, we're kind of learning how to work together, and. It's it, it's really fun. If you haven't seen that dermal really, dermal really that dermal rolling video on YouTube where I kind of talk a little bit about rolling, answer some questions that I get very often by both men and women all over the world, it's a great one. And dermal rolling is pretty hot right now. So if you haven't had a consultation and the opportunity to pick my brain, you can book a one on one session with me at rachelvarga.ca/slash/get hyphen started. Let's get started. Let's get you started on reviewing your skin goals, discuss options for your at-home and clinic skin rejuvenation path, and then it's really kind of like a done-for-you approach that I guide you through as to how to implement a skincare routine, what you should be doing at home, what at-clinic or in-clinic options could be helpful for you, how to budget, how to plan for it all, and I also go ahead and find a couple providers near you that offer the options that I think could be helpful for you. So it's all about bringing you a little bit of educational information. Obviously, nothing on my social platforms is to be taken as medical advice. If you need to make some adjustments to your lifestyle to follow a little bit of you know a healthier way of being, you can always check with your physician first. And until next time, I cannot wait to hang out with you guys in the next episode on the Rachel Varga podcast. Love you guys lots. Hope you're doing well. And don't forget to share a little bit of love and light to others around you. Bye, guys.